Choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. Uh, hey, listen, guys, we've, we've got another edition of Knucklehead Podcast coming at you live today with veteran empowerment transition CEO, Chris Hoffman. Um, I, I appreciate his energy. I appreciate the, uh, the, the Marine Corps side of, uh, of our common experiences. Um, I want to, I want to jump right in there. It's okay with you, Chris, you, how long, how long were you in the Marine? Give us some background about your time in the Marine Corps, what you did after you got out, um, and how some of your biggest struggles and or failures getting out of the military helped you, helped you today, if it's all right with you. Yeah, by the way, first and foremost, brother, just thank you for having me on inside the show, man. I've been following this for a long time. You're doing some amazing epic things with this podcast man i love the slogan get more get more wins i love don't be beta and i think that really to the core as far as veterans that's who we are man we can gotta get out and be top performers man we've gotta live on the frequency that we were living on when we were serving inside that uniform so for that man thank you for who you are so thanks for having me a part of this so brother um Man, former Marine, well, never, you're never former Marine. I'm a, a Marine combat veteran, okay? Um, pretty much joined back in 2008. Originally, was born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. Simple country boy, man. Just moved out to San Diego uh, after right. the uniform. You're a Cardinals um, fan. I'm a huge Cardinals fan, man. But the wow. funny thing is, I went to a Cardinals game in, in San Diego here last week, and... Uh, <laughs> I didn't know what damn play on the team. <laughs> it changed. We were just talking about priorities a second ago. I am in the trenches right now. I am in the trenches. But anyways, brother, joined back in 2008, served from 2008 to 2012. In that time frame, man, was some of the best years of my life, man. I created some of the, the most strongest bonds with men that you could ever imagine. The number one reason why I joined was the fact that I wanted to learn what it took to be a man. I wanted to discover what masculinity was. See, I was one of those guys that was raised in a broken home growing up that yeah. didn't have a father. And all I had was a grandfather that taught me some core principles in being a man. But I want to know what it took to be a successful man and you know, just seek masculinities. And the Marine I, I, ideology of a Marine, I was like, wow, like this is what a man should be like. Yeah. So I joined Joined as a Motor T operator, country boy from the Midwest, was a trunk truck driver for the first two years. Got a D. Were you 35 or 31 or 30? 31, 31. Okay. Yep. So um, mid-time in, man, I got an NJP for getting a DUI. They switched me to a combat cook. But the cool thing was the third year, I was deployed to Afghanistan where I got to do a two, it was a 240 gun Bravo gunner out there in Afghanistan. And in that time, man, I found... Um, a guy named Andrew Bliss. He was my sergeant that I served underneath inside of Afghanistan. And I got to be part of a quick reaction force out there. And why I share on any podcast or anything that I get on is I share the story. I mean, that was the guy that actually had me start creating the first steps towards self-awareness and discovering how powerful I actually was. And he started started throwing books at me like, think you grow rich, eat that frog, stuff like that. And over that seven months, I finally started thinking a little bit bigger and outside of the box. And over seven months of a deployment, being a 240-gun Bravo after getting some, I've learned that, man, I'm here to do bigger and better things. I'm here to you know be an impactful human being. And, um, you know, long story short, I was a, after I came back from Afghanistan in 2010 to 2011, 
Yeah, I was I served New Year's out there in Afghanistan, which was fun. <laughs> and uh, I spent about another six to eight months in the Marine Corps and then um, transitioned out, out here in San Diego and um, been just loving life and grinding ever since, brother. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. I like hearing stories like that. Yeah. One one for a couple of reasons. What I heard what I heard in that story was it's difficult to it's difficult to know what you want to accomplish unless you see somebody doing it first. Hmm. And um, and then I also heard a little bit about um, I mean, first of all, you started in Missouri and then you decided to go to the West Coast, which yeah, <laughs> I went to college, University of Nebraska. Uh, my, when I got to Okinawa, one of my my first roommates was uh, he's actually from Kansas, Illinois, uh, which I okay. guess is relatively close to St. Uh, Louis. He was a yeah. huge Cardinals fan. And so we always got in arguments about Cardinals and Astros stuff. Now, now they're not even in the same division, let alone conference. Right. Right. Topic. But anyway, long story short is uh, getting outside of your comfort zone, right? Getting comfortable, being uncomfortable. And 100%. Um, it's, it's a diff, it's kind of, it's counterintuitive, right? So we're, you know, we're fleshly by nature. Uh, so we're attracted to things that quite frankly are the easiest, you know, the path of least resistance. That's typically where we go, which, um, you know, when, if you're a beta, if you're a beta male, uh, it's encouraged for you to do that, right. Cause you're going to get a participation trophy anyway, which that's not going to be something that you're going to feel. You're actually going to feel worse about accepting that knowing that you didn't earn it. Uh, the science behind that Simon Sinek just recently, you know, he talked about a, uh, he talked about it in a podcast. It wasn't too long, or it was a uh, host. He he was on a show, and the host at, was asking him questions about that whole thought process. And the science is in; it's definitive. You know, if you're if you're accepting things and taking uh, receiving for for not having earned it, uh, you actually feel worse about yourself. And so, anyway, with your story, what I heard is you were willing to earn it. You were willing to follow somebody who did, and that person helped you. Uh, and that's good yeah. shit. So, yep. uh, excuse my language, but the, the the point is, is is this. So, I I think that I think that with what you're doing, what you're trying, to, which or at least what I see you doing is is you're you're wanting to set an example for. Um, there's literally two pathways that you can take when you join the Marine Corps. One pathway is negative. I mean, it can be broken down to negative, positive, and you see it all the time. Lance Cooley's who who want to lean on their broom and and not and not take initiative to go out there and make some things happen. Uh, I was a two-year meritorious uh, promotion to sergeant. I got meritorious promoted to sergeant when I was in country in Iraq in 2009. Uh, come on. Uh, so I was, but I, but I, uh, you know, just because I was ambitious, the structure and the, everything was, was provided already. Mm. Um, I talked to Tim Kennedy a little bit about this, but sometimes as, as veterans, specifically Marines, whenever we get out, we feel that structure being pulled away from us, that foundation and stability is pulled away from us. Yep. And we change what the action habits need to be. And right. what, I, what, I'm, what I'm seeing you do is you take it upon yourself to not change the action habit. You're reinforcing day in and day out things that you're living outside of your comfort zone to make some things happen. You have a job, right? Yep. You're yep. kicking butt and taking names at that job. Yep. And yep. you're doing something on the side and making some things happen there. So I want you to talk about, I want you to talk about um, uh, w when you failed, when you made a mistake and you oh, yeah. realized, and you realized, oh, shoot, um, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm not cut out for all this success stuff. Uh, I want to know when that happened. Ah. I'm messing with your head a little bit. Every day, man, every day I have those challenges, right? But like going back to your point of finding someone that outthought me, I grew into that mindset. So just like you consuming Simon Sinek, you know, the guy that right, wrote the book, um, Start With Why, 
you constantly are listening to mentors that are where you want to be because you want to grow into their mindset to attract those things in your life. If it's more happiness, fulfillment, tangible stuff. Me, I'm a, I'm a simple country boy, man. All I want is to make impact. And I think everything follows that, man. Like we were sharing before this, before we went live with my audience is like, I'm in my living room right now with no furniture at all. I have a huge bookcase and tons of books. I'm on my kitchen table in front of my production studio with my, my back print camo because I'm standing for something bigger than immediate gratification. And there's too many veterans that are getting out of the uniform that are entitled that want to increase their disability. They want to, you know, figure out what other Uncle Sam, you know, can give them to make their life easier out of the uniform. No, that's not what we were conditioned to do, brother. We were conditioned to get out of the uniform and thrive, be resourceful and be warriors out, man, because it's proven that we function at a 10 times level than a normal civilian does. And it's our job as ambitious vets to make sure that they don't feel wronged or negative or like they just don't fit in out of the uniform when they're, you know, when they're executing and, and, and really um, living their day to day life at this intense level, because it's, you know, it's, it's totally normal. And you just got to make sure you're connecting with people like, you and I to make sure that we're keeping the brotherhood of ambitious vets together. So to share a failure. Okay. okay. All right. Getting into it. Oh man. Um, Put you on the it, spot. Is it okay? To, is it okay to share something with you? And then, yeah, and I want to hear what absolutely. you Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, cool. right. So you just touched on something about having a, um, so outperforming and, and, um, you know, going at a pace that makes other people feel uncomfortable. I, mm. I ran up against HR a few times in, in my career after the military, right? As a, <laughs> as a sales guy, uh, we're, we go against the grain as it, you know, already. And then yep. as a leader of other sales folks, um, as a sale in sales management, uh, where you're still carrying a bag yourself, uh, there is, there is a propensity for not putting up with stuff. We just have a way to get things done that is not necessarily in code with HR. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so she, uh, the, the person in particular who I'm talking about here, um, I straight up sent a text to, to my wife. I was like, I'm tired of this effing whatever. Um, and come to find out in the process of me uh, dealing with some of that friction, I actually realized I texted my HR director instead of my wife. <laughs> so just to share you, just to share with you that, um, you know, these things happen that's a knucklehead moment. But you know yeah. what I learned from that is it doesn't matter how, how uh, out of sorts you get with your emotions. If you can, uh, if you realize that you're capable of making a mistake like that, uh, then you got to be capable of slowing yourself down to go and, uh, and think level headed through the process, take a few extra uh, moments. Uh, so that was an example of, of something where I screwed up. That's not something yeah. that you can tell yeah. people if you're trying to be successful. So I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. You can take the gloves off with your mistakes here. That's, that's I love that. I love that. I love that, brother. I love the neck, the knucklehead moment stuff. Yeah. That's great, man. <laughs> so, man, I mean, there's been tons of failures, man. One of the 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 actual, I think it's the ninth step in my ebook, Ten Steps to Predict Success Out of Uniform, yep. talks about failing fast and failing often. Fail as fast as you can. Now, okay. I failed in five different careers and two businesses in the first five years of being out of the Marine Corps. Um, the first, the first, I failed, I failed in five different careers and two different businesses in the first five years being out of the uniform. Now, 
I'm going to share, I'm going to share an embarrassing moment. And it's like, this is going to come off as like, this is going to be a super knucklehead moment. And you're going to like this. I haven't shared this on anywhere else before either, man. So, <laughs> so here we go. Breaking news with Chris. Come Hoffman. on, come Breaking on, man. Um, so, no, so pretty much this brother. I mean, first year out, I walked out of the uniform next day, right into a dream salesman job that I thought I wanted at a huge commercial gym. Um, you, you know, nationwide. Um, and the first year I worked first 12 months, I worked, um, you know, inside that organization. Now on top of working at that organization, I was collecting unemployment while working full time <laughs> at that full time career. Only in California. That thinking, <laughs> thinking that they would never find out. You talk about a knucklehead moment. Long story short, after the first 12 months of collecting unemployment with a full-time job, they came after me. So I had to go back and pay off, yeah, pay off all the overpayment of the unemployment. That was my first failure. So all this momentum I created, all this extra cash flow that I thought I was like creating and all this had to go right back into this overpayment of unemployment that I was so knucklehead and going after. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? I was working full time. Wow. And, you know, I have so many of those moments getting out of the uniform. I, was, I learned through stupid failures, man. Yep. Um, and that's who I am. I'm a massive action taker and I'm a huge executor. And I've learned for myself, if I get caught up in the strategy too much in that, I'm still a strategist, but if I get too much in the analyzation of the performance that I need to create, yep. like I really get, I really get stopped and I get stagnant. I have to learn through looking stupid. So I've given, I've given up looking bad in my life, you know, paralysis by analysis is what we call exactly. that. Exactly. You get yourself locked into place. The best way to learn is to fail and fail, fail faster. Yep. Uh, well, that's a good story. I appreciate you sharing. <laughs> that. That's not a, that's not an easy thing to do uh, for a couple of reasons. One, yep. to, to talk about uh, how unemployment, first of all, you're trained whenever you get out of the military, uh, that that's in fact what you need to do. Uh, there's a, an entire taps and temps process that you go through in order to get educated on that process, which that, again, to our point earlier about participation trophies, getting paid or taking award for something you didn't feel like you've earned, uh, you feel worse about yourself for doing that. Uh, and they don't talk about that. You have to go through the process and read about it and talk to therapy. You got, you got to go through a whole bunch of different um, scenarios in order to un unlearn that habit. Uh, yeah, question about no, absolutely. It. Absolutely. And I would just touch on that too, brother. I mean, do you want to the difference between a participation trophy and the number one trophy is did you learn from the skill gap from where the participation trophy was and the number one trophy. What was the skill gap between that? And did you go and implement? There's always a gap in your performance that you have to look at. And what are the skill sets that you have to develop? What are the podcasts, seminars, books that you got to read to sure. fill those gaps? So you don't have to take on that damn participation trophy again. That's, that's interesting. Did you, did you, so in your experience now, I mean, what, um, what is it that you saw? Did you see a bunch of, other veterans going through this process or these are friends of yours. So you decided to create the vet program or the veteran, veteran empower. I'm going to screw it up. Is it vet? Yeah. It's called vet, vet coaching. It's vet training coaching. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. So did you see a need based off of people going through similar experiences as you or friends of yours, or were you just like, you know what? I like that. I'm going to, I'm going to create a group and start building a community. What, what, yeah. What, yeah. What was your 
process there? Man, there's a long process, long, consistent and resilient process. One of the biggest thing I learned with getting out of the uniform is starting a project from scratch all the way to the finish. Those that see it all the way through usually win. It's not a startup that fails. It's this, it's the entrepreneur that started that quits. That's the only reason why a business fails. And, um, you know, two years ago, I spent 12 months doing zoom calls like this with all the way from veterans that were just getting out of the uniform all the way to top performers that are making millions of dollars, Zoom calls, coffee meetings, all that. And I just, I picked their brain. I created a list of like 10 questions to develop what are the pain points? What are, what are the aspirations of veterans that are getting out of the uniform? What is TAPS and TAMS not delivering? What is all these nonprofit organizations not delivering? And I dug into the mindset of people that are just getting started to top performance, right? And the three constant pain points that I found was one, people were getting out as Superman and feeling like Clark Kent right when they got out. They weren't feeling like they were living a meaningful life, right? And then their life became, how do I live as fulfilling and meaningful life as I was living while serving in the uniform? Second one was camaraderie. Ding, ding, ding. That's a big surprise. Like we just want brotherhood, sisterhood, all new from that we felt inside, right? So how do you create that? That's why the Facebook group happened, right? And that's why there's tons of veteran groups out there for that specific reason. And third was just individuality. Understanding what drives your daily behavior, knowing your routines, habits, rituals, and routines, all those things is what have you, has you create long-term sustainable profitability, success out of the uniform. But see, if you don't even know what your core values are, you don't know what your purpose and mission is outside of the uniform, you don't even know what routines, rituals, and habits to create consistently to create predictive success. Yep. So then we're, that was kind of my method for the first year. Developed a Facebook group out of that, which the Facebook group allows me to kind of just see who my audience is and get more clear on my messaging with the ambitious vet and vet training coaching. And that's, that's good. It's there's regardless of what you're, uh, uh, I guess, which, um, which Avenue you're trying to engage your audience in uh, there's consistency across the board. So whether it's your Facebook or Instagram or your, uh, you're popping in onto somebody else's group. Uh, the cool thing about it is the consistency in messaging and uh, the constant reinforcement um, you know, it's interesting, get some wins came from, um, you know, feeling as if, you know, I'm a miserable failure, right? So I, we started a fitness and wellness company back in 2011 here and, uh, ran that all the way until 2015. And one of our corporate clients actually hired, asked, asked me to go, go and build out and scale a sales team. However, in that process, I felt like a miserable failure because we started with the idea of growing this huge organization. And there was a point where, you know, we knew that there was a missing component to our business technology. And the only way to bridge that gap was to go out and raise money, private equity, right? Or go out yeah, and yeah. have an angel investor to go uh, create a proof of concept. And anyway, long story short is in that process, uh, you fail, right? So you were creating income, you were building a business, and then all of a sudden you don't have it anymore. And so yeah. in order to rebuild your confidence, in order to, uh, to go through the work daily, um, understanding that eventually you need to be able to withstand all the pressure and stress. You needed to get some wins. And what I heard from you, what you talked about was uh, just the, the, what'd you say? Your individuality, the, the, uh, the processes to, um, to rebuild daily 
And what are the habits and routines that you need to reinforce to give yourself the confidence necessary to go succeed? That's what getting some wins is. Yep. It, don't don't yep. start with this ambitious go, I'm going to make a million dollars. Okay, cool. Well, if you're going to make a million dollars a year, first of all, you know what that is per month? Yep. Do you know what your yep. billable hour rate is? How many hours are you willing to work? You know, going you go. through and all those questions uh, and then drilling down into the details, um, you, you got to start somewhere. Amen, brother. Yeah. Right. Step, step three inside my ebook is personal branding, right? And I break it down into a formula, assess, strategize, target, and engage. Really assessing one is you got to assess yourself internally and externally. What is, what does internally mean? Meaning take an assessment. I have an assessment that I coach veterans around called the vowel assessment. It gets you clear on your core and life values. So you actually know what drives you on a daily basis. That's awesome. your values, right? Think about any organization out there. You know, what are they known for that? You'll fall, fall right back on their values. Yeah. See, it shapes cultures, it shapes behaviors. And you got to know what that is. Externally, what do you assess? You assess yourself and what you need to be doing and monetizing based on what people are telling you you're good at. The feedback loop. That, that is the number one thing. Ask people, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? Stuff like that. Get external feedback from people. Strategize. Is what do you want to be known for? Like you said. What do you want to be known for out of the uniform? And then figure out what are the gaps in me being known for that out of the uniform? What do you want to be known for? And then target. Who are you going after? Right? What hiring manager? What angel investors? What? Everything is broken down in simple systems, man. That's what I learned through five and a half years of ultimate failure, starting from a wrestling mat, a school desk to my name, living in one of the most ghettoest parts in San Diego, California, brother. I literally would walk out and see dry blood right on the, the sidewalk of my place out here in San Diego. Literally the ghetto of San Diego. And there is a ghetto out here. It's not America's finest city like everyone thinks. <laughs> right? So literally, man. Coming from that to going to where I'm, I am now, man, I found out that there's simple systems to performance and really being a high-level executor and performer out, out of the uniform and in life in general, brother. So you've talked about uh, – that's awesome, by the way. The e-book, the yeah. e um, tell me a little bit about – I mean, you've, told, you've already given, what, three, two out of the ten that are yep. there. Yep. Um, what is the e-book? Um, where can people find it? What, I mean, how do people get in touch with you through that? Or like what, what's going on with the ebook? Yeah, man, the 10, the 10 steps to predict his success out of the uniform. It's funny. I was on a podcast this morning. He was just like, man, that is a way too long of an ebook. You need to work on your titles. I was like, I'm sure I do. But, um, you know, anyways, that has been over the past two years, man, documenting my life, right? Them are my top 10 life lessons, from failure, man, failing in life. I documented my life. And then before I launched it, I actually went and sent it out to about five to 10, like top performing military influencers. Okay. Like Stephen Kuhn, Dan Dwyer, sent out to Daniel Ulrich from Grunt Style, all this. And I had some of their thoughts be put on it. That's one, of the, one of the co-contributors is Lane Baloney from Increased Freedom. He was an Army Special Forces guy that now it's helping people gain a deeper self-awareness in themselves through travel, right? Really? So, so he is a contributor inside the book. So guys, guys, this is documentation for my failures with steroids uh, literally implanted inside the ebook from other thought leaders inside of the military influencer industry. And really, it's it's a 10 steps to creating predicted success out of the uniform, all the way from knowing your why, all the way to why do you got to find a mentor? 
we give you the simple practical guide to how do you create traction and success out of the uniform. So when you, when you, you decided to write a book, first of all, I was trying to order it online as you were talking, because yep. I wanted to yep. show it to you, but yep. um, I'll get it. But my, my point in saying that is we, you've got a bookshelf. That's one of the things that you feel like is most valuable, right? Most people have furniture. You've got a bookshelf. So it's my trophy. you understand, yeah, you understand the, uh, um, you know, the thoughts and the thought patterns, the words that people write. I mean, that, that carries with it the keys to what it is that you're going to be doing. I mean, your biggest, your thought patterns are determined primarily of your belief. Your belief systems are built up by your thought patterns. Your thought patterns are, um, you know, consistently etched in either the words you speak or the words you consume. Right. So it's very important that books, you know, is a huge component to what you do. But why did you decide to write one, though? That's, that's what <laughs> I did. I mean, yeah. one thing to know it and then go out and exercise, but why did you decide to write it? Yeah, I think the end goal is so important, man. And it started as an email, like autom- automation, sending emails, 10 steps to predict success with an upsell to sell my signature program. That's what it started as. Okay. And then as I was writing my main book, which is, you know, I'm not going to release the title yet, but I have a main book I'm working on. I was like, I have an ebook right here, right? And I was just like, what better way to position yourself as an expert in a desired field than, you know, create a 26-page ebook talking about how to be a top performer out of the uniform, right? So one, it allows you as an influencer trying to create traction and, you know, create influence inside your market or your niche, it allows you to create some kind of offer that people can get on a low cost to start building a relationship with you and position yourself as an expert. So long story short, that's why I created it. But I didn't, I took my time in it. I didn't just release it. It went through like three to five different phases editing. I even went on, um, what is it called? Not Fiverr, the other one. I went on another freelance and I hired someone to go and actually edit it. That took two weeks. And I still went out and sent it out to influencers to make sure that it was still speaking the language that I wanted to speak. And it was, if it can touch a top performer, if it can touch a top performer's heart, it's going to be able to touch someone that's just getting out of the uniform that's super ambitious heart. And that was my goal, man, is to share, share authentically, man. Yep. I'm, impre- I'm impressed. Uh, well, first of all, that you're a Marine and you actually spelled words right. I mean, that's, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, you're going. <laughs> from it, what I'm hearing, there's still, so, there's still some misspelled words and grammar errors. In- <laughs> <laughs> it, it wouldn't be a Marine book. Uh, I know, man. Yeah, you're keeping it authentic there. That's the camaraderie. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's funny. We, uh, we that's that's good stuff. So, where can people find it? I, I want to talk, or we can just wrap up here with that. I want to know where people can find your book yep. um how can people find you yeah uh and then what can people expect after they do find you that's when we wrap up Boom. that's awesome brother yeah so guys if you guys are an ambitious vet out there that's really just seeking more out of the uniform if you guys are just out there trying to seek the secret formula to success like i was five and a half years ago guys i want you guys to one go to the uh, veteran empowerment transition Facebook group. That's a way that we have close to 500 ambitious vets right there sharing resources, tools, and strategies to allow you guys to thrive out of you from that's one start building relationships ongoing that, you know, continuing that brotherhood out of the uniform is the number one thing you guys got to do. Why not do it with top performing veterans? That's one, two, where you can go find the ebook is actually ambitious 
ambitiousvet.com. You can actually order an ebook. You can also order it um, audio. You can also even schedule a 60 minute strategy session with me where my goal is really to help you get really clear on one area that's important to you and get clear on what execution you need to be doing to um, take your life to the next level and be a top performer out of the uniform, man. So that's, that's the main, main place to define me, brother. That's awesome. I'm looking at, I'm looking at it right now. We've got yep. Google up, up at the top, the ambitious vet podcasts. I like them. Um, and then 10 steps to succeeding outside of the uniform. That is a mouthful. Holy, it's all right though. Uh, it's worth it. It's like a, it's like a, a tootsie pop. The good part is the middle. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. All right. So, um, all right. So people can find you there. Uh, and they can schedule some time with you in that strategy session or a triage call, so to speak. What what is it that people can expect? I mean, are they going to be able to have like some accountability metrics? Do you help them with what yeah. the purpose is, or what's, yeah. what, yeah. what do you do there? Yeah, man. So it's really just a, a relationship building call, man. Like one of the biggest things that I learned out of the uniform is you know when I hit my breaking point back in 2013, where I tried to commit suicide twice for talking about a marine, I did it wrong. I did it wrong. I was broken crayon. I broke the wrong crayon, didn't do it right. So damn it, I'm still here. So I might as well make my life mean something, right? So what I learned is you've got to get minds to outthink you. Like I said at the beginning, get people to outthink you so you can develop those light bulb moments, get access to your blind spots that yep. you don't even see that's there so you can actually take your performance to the next level. So one, I want to actually create a breakthrough with you. Anybody that's on this show, I want to create a breakthrough in an area of life that matters to you. One, that's my major commitment. Value, 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 ask later. That's me, man. And um, and then later on, we have two programs. we got our signature program, Warrior to Passion Driven, which is a 12-week program where I dive right in in three phases. And first phase is core values. Two is creating habits and routines around your core values. And third one's personal branding. And we're launching a new one in a month called 180 Ambitious Days to Profiting from Your Number One Passion in Life. And that's going to be thrown out in 180 days. And what they can count on me for is profiting from what matters most to them, creating a personal brand that monetizes and understanding what it takes to do that. So that's what they can count on me for, brother. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's, that is, uh, well, you just hit the nail right on the head, value. Yeah. Not asking for anything up front other than for them to take the ambitious step and get in touch with you. That's, that's good stuff, man. I, I appreciate that. Um, it's always good to see veteran entrepreneurs going out there and making some things happen. Um, everything happens in seasons, right? So a lot of the planning that you're doing now, uh, things will come back. It seems like things are going well, but you ain't seen nothing yet. It, all good things come in time and, uh, there will be, there will be ebbs and flows. So I'm hoping that, that as, um, you know, as you gain some traction here, that a lot of what you want to get accomplished, you know, will happen sooner rather than later. So that's good. That's good. Any, any parting words, yeah. any, any, any last things that you want to say to the knucklehead podcast crew? No, man, I just want to acknowledge you brother for who you are as a Marine that's out there spreading message. And, and I, what I like about this show, man, is I like that you can not, you can bring badass military guys on side of here and influencers and have them not take themselves seriously, man. Like sharing knucklehead moments. I freaking love this. So I just acknowledge you for having guys that are ever, you know, influencers, top performers and stuff like that come on here and just really not take themselves seriously. A lot of us we just want to look good and it's, success is, is not about looking good. It's actually authenticity, man. So it's just like for that, man, I, I just acknowledge you, brother. And um, yeah, thank you for having me here. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. That was a solid take for sure, man. Chris Hoffman, 
veteran empowerment transition coaching. And you can find his book, 10 Steps to Success Out of the Uniform at theambitiousvet.com. So appreciate the take. Guys, listen, don't be beta. Get some wins and make it happen. You can always listen and get encouraged from our mistakes on the Quad Podcast. Talk to you soon.